You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud face said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by Foresight. Motivation got you troubled? Do the perils of the future seem impossible to solve? Would you rather lean into big cryptic energy with a knowing smile? Try Foresight. You'll never have to justify yourself again. This message endorsed by Rego Dress Radio. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 82, The Long Night. I'm Jess. I'm Rachel. I'm Jenny. And I'm Lauren. Well, guys, we're back at it. So I figure we're just going to jump right into the episode because we have a lot to discuss about <laughs> The Long Night, and we don't want this to be a long night for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it was already a long day. <laughs> right? So if anybody's new to the podcast, hi. Hopefully we don't scare you away. Um, we judge the episodes on a Frey Pie rating. Uh, Frey Pies being the ones from the books that were baked into pies. So Simon is the worst. Jared is in the middle. And Rhaegar means we really like the episode. So why don't we start with Jenny? What did you give this episode? Um, I gave it a Jared with a question mark. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like... I, I mean, talking to coworkers today, like you know, there are good moments, and I, I did enjoy most of the episode while I was watching it. But I just have a lot of larger, overarching mythology issues <laughs> within the show and with respect to the books. And I just, I don't know, it felt anticlimactic to me. We're gonna help you through this. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Is this a therapy session? It yes. could be. <laughs> Jesus. It's like our post-dance therapy session at that bar. Exactly. He's not dead. He's still not dead. And now he's in Zagon. Ah! I hate that name. Anyway. Um, so let's go now to Lauren. Ah, okay. Um, I might be in the minority here because I liked the episode, so I gave it a Rhaegar with a slice taken out because I didn't think it was the most fantastic episode and I think I liked Battle of the Bastards and Hard Home better as his as uh the episode Miguel's he's Miguel is directed but um I liked it and I know I know the internet was very angry but I wasn't that's because <laughs> I couldn't see anything <laughs> I couldn't either but you know what the sounds were okay you were like Jamie and Brienne survived it was great that was it <laughs> literally that was Not my that you response tell. at the end <laughs> Rachel, what did you give this? I gave it a Simon that's been put inside like one of those salad spinners and just kind of like spun around a lot. And it has like big, meaty, juicy chunks of Jared and then a handful of Rhaegar sprinkles. Sounds what delicious. What were the sprinkles for? Hmm? What were the sprinkles for? The sprinkle? I mean, there were parts that I genuinely liked. It was just that, you know, so, you know, in the library where the, the zombies were just kind of puttering around in the library? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me in my apartment for like most of the episode. <laughs> can, can I just say one thing about the library? But as a librarian, the only thing I was really thinking was I'd really like to be there now. 
I thought you were going to say, I really wish they used the Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) I was expecting one to, like, pull out, like, an index. I was like, oh, are they looking for something? I was like, I really would love to be there. And then I was thinking that Sam would love to be there, too. Yes, in a library full of zombies. It sounds great. Exactly. Well, no, though, minus the whole zombie part. It was the books I was very excited about. So, (laughs) the little things. Anyway. But what kind of whites? What kind of whites were they? Were they wildlings? They can't read. I don't think whites really remember how to read anyway. You don't know that. We know nothing about that. I, exactly. From what I observed, they were very interested in the contents of that library. You don't know. They might have They might have been looking for their favorite children's book. They might have been looking for the cat nat. But we'll find it on the next book when John locked them up, right? So they're going to be like really eloquent speakers. And... They're going to be like, can I just have a book in here? It's really boring. It's really cold, too. Can I get a blanket? <laughs> We're talking about the ice cells um, from the novels. Um, I gave it a Jared. I actually think the first 10 minutes um, and some of the stuff with Arya, like it really captured that first prologue chapter in the first book, the horror element of it. And I feel like for the longest time, the show like didn't really capture that for me. So that's like, yes, this is exactly what I experienced reading um, those chapters in the book. And I really like some of the point of view shots with Danny in the beginning where she's looking at her army. I thought that was all really well done. But then it just became like a shaky cam, quick cut so you can't even see the action. And then you can't see the action because it's really dark also. (laughs) And I think, you know, it was so hyped up by the cast and the crew. And it was a real letdown. Um, You know, as Lauren said, I've seen better from Thrones and I'm, I'm kind of sad because I know everybody works so hard in it, so I don't want to badmouth it too much, but that's why it's so disappointing. It's because like I feel like what they filmed and what they did, it's not seen by all of us on screen when we're watching it. Yeah, so I think that was editing is really important. And mm-hmm. yeah. um, I did read some commentary from the director where he said, you know, one of the reasons that they kept citing Helm's Deep was because they he wanted to do something where it was like, it's a big, long battle but you don't give the audience battle fatigue. And so he was very proud of the way that he broken up all of the battle. I think that his definition of battle and my definition of battle may be different because it was like battle broken up with more battle. (laughs) But yeah, I think they tried to like do the different like, you know, points of view. I just feel like maybe if there were more of them, like I think, like I said, like I think the Arya stuff was, interesting i think you know the jorah danny stuff was good mm-hmm. i think you know theon fighting all the whites well bran sat there and like played raven i don't know it was fine like yeah. gosh i'm talking about go that now. yeah oh my god go I roll. we haven't even go got to watch endgame he's like <laughs> that's what he was doing um <laughs> But yeah, so like, I, like, I, like so I'll I be back those, in three hours. I think those <laughs> were the parts that were that were the best, and so I kind of wish there I were agree. more of them. You know, like they kept cutting to Jamie and Brienne, and like I mean, I think she saved him at one point, but it's really hard to tell. And I feel like if if that were you know a more of a POV situation where you could really like be with them in that mm-hmm. moment, I think it would have played better. I agree. So I think if they had more, they had all those people. And I think if they had more moments like that, I think it would have been less like choppy cuts and zombies and things that you just like can't tell what's going on. 
Especially when the dragons. I'm like, which dragon? Yeah. Oh, my God. Know. The dragon yeah. scenes. <laughs> so expensive. You know that that was like half the budget, all of that stuff. And I hated the dragon stuff because I couldn't. It wasn't just that I couldn't see because it but it was it was I couldn't see and I hated it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I couldn't tell who anybody was. I, like, I even tweeted at some point that I was like, I can't even tell which dragon is which at this point. Like, I couldn't tell like, what I was looking at. Like, no, is that a dragon? I don't know. Well, because they were, like, fighting each other, and I think that's something that, you know, maybe if it was in the light of day and you could see the different colors between the dragons, which is impossible anyway, but, like, in theory, if that was, you know, realistic, (laughs) you know, I think it could have been okay, because you would have been able to sort of tell what was happening because of that, but with, like, all the icy mist and darkness and the fact that they all look the same, even the white dragon, like, it's just, it was really hard to, like, digest. The only conclusion I came to was that they needed, like, harnesses because i was thinking the same thing i'm like dude you couldn't have figured out how to work a fucking saddle on these things right now right because they were all just perched up there awkwardly you know Mm -hmm. riding their big tennis balls and it was just (laughs) did did you guys read the article um or the interview with kit where he talks about yes Oh, his balls. Are we talking his, about his balls? His yes. His got tangled and he was in so much pain, but he was doing the scene anyway. Uh, I, you know, I think he deserves guy. it. I think he poor deserves guy. it. Because <laughs> after, after I suffered through that, it's fine. We're all even. <laughs> He's getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. Fine, right? All right. So Rose we really like, did... what happened to you at work today? <laughs> right. No one will ever know because they'll never see it. Exactly. Um, so we're going to move on to episode MVP. So we'll start with um, Lauren. Wh- who did you give it to? Um, Aria, because um, I really, I, I, I know the internet is angry about it, but I love the fact that, that she was the one who took him out in the end because she's been training for so long to be an assassin. It just makes sense to me. But um, I also wanted to give some love to Liana Mormont because mm. she was her, her mother's daughter to the very fucking end and took that took out a, the tiniest one, took out the biggest, the biggest monster there. Some and, good parallels between the two of them as well. I mean, yeah. just in terms of like b- being held up, right? Like mm. yes, Liana yes. ended up being crushed, but the scene was echoed at the end with, with Arya. And then I had like this weird thought of how it reminded me of... Uh, Macumba, the blue-eyed giant. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Are you talking about Rob's story? Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Taking us back. Yeah. Random. Liana wasn't even born then. No, she was definitely not. <laughs> now, Rachel, who did you give your MVP to? Uh, my real MVP is Beric Dondarrion because... Oh, He's the Hodor that I deserved. He, he, when he, he stretched himself across that hallway. 20 let, deaths. Exactly. And he let those whites stab him. Yep. And his name isn't an anagram for a dumb <laughs> phrase. I mean, I just... I mean, what is Beric Dondarrion short for? Be right back. I'm just... Don't touch me. I... Like, Be right back. Missing parts. <laughs> Poor Beric. Oh, I was almost hoping that Melisandre would bring him back, but I don't, but he, but, but when you think about it, he never, he was tired. He didn't want to come back anymore. So 
Well, yes. I mean, she said that was his purpose fulfilled, so I guess it was. Yep. At least now we know why he was still kicking. Yeah, to save Arya so she could stab the Night King. Yep. Uh, I also had a uh, honorable mention to Melisandre's fire. Uh, there was a Gothamist <laughs> article that dubbed her the light bulb that was promised, which I thought was very clever because um, hilarious. we did desperately need her lighting. And the same thing goes to Beric's fire sword because all of the scenes with Beric and the Hound we're and well Arya lit. were so nicely lit. <laughs> I know. That's why I was able to tell what was going on. Yeah, I, I liked all those moments. It's weird how that works, you know? It's like... <laughs> I could Funny. see it. I liked it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you gave it something too, Jess. I did. Um, so I gave it actually to the Dothraki and the Unsullied. So mm. basically Team yeah. Fair for yeah. uh, leading the van and the middle guard in defense of a something. foreign place that they're not even from, but they're loyal to Danny. So it's almost like the most noble sacrifice because they're so willing to die for people they don't know who've kind of been really racist towards yeah, them. Yeah, super racist And it's to actually them. like super heartbreaking for Danny and Team Danny, like her losses in this episode. And it really Are sucks. extreme. They, yeah, and just watching, yeah. The, watching them all get extinguished and just seeing the lights just go out. That was just... I mean, like that a was wow a really moment. effective scene, yeah. especially it, in a in a dark... You know, when they have this really dark battle and, like, how are you going to shoot all of this stuff? I thought that was, it was really good to set the scene for all of, you know, and play off of all their fear because they don't know what's out there. No. And they're just watching them go out there and all these lights get extinguished one by one by one. I thought it was, a well, it was visually a good scene. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful watching the, the, the swords light up and it, and it was just horrifying watching them all go out. Yep. Yep. So our next category. You don't want is... to put in my added one. Oh, <laughs> what is your added one? Well, she's reading at the pa- the paper, so she. Doesn't oh, that's have right. It. Yeah, I printed this out earlier. Oh, I added Ghost just you know to be me because you know he he I feel like he was the uh, the the blackfish of this battle. Like he he got out of there and <laughs> you know just ran off screen <laughs> and then he survived. I'd like to support him in that. <laughs> the black Not fi- that we know the black how he survived because we ghost. saw him go we saw him go to battle and then we saw him again in the preview for next week that was the <laughs> well he just he just turned left you just didn't yeah, see exactly. that part he was like fuck this like, shit I will charge and then I will exit this way <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go that way bye so very good so our next category guys is Stark Watch so we have all the Stark kids are alive and well and we got some that were not so stars. alive yeah yeah which I one was that more. that one that was had the leathery face who was that was that it was a brandon <laughs> oh god john's like mom oh, you're dead too <laughs> i died <laughs> once i'm I was, back I was waiting for a headless white to come out, and it oh. didn't happen. And I was so disappointed. Headless Ned. I, I did at one point Dad. see a head arc across my screen, but it was not in the crypts. I was pretty pissed. What? At one point, there was like a head that arced across the screen during oh. some of the fighting. Oh my god. That's true. I do vaguely remember that in the midst of all the chaos. Like, whose job was that to like chuck the head <laughs> after action? <laughs> some PA <laughs> <laughs> they have hard jobs head chucking 
head checker, head checker instead of ex checker. They, they grabbed a PA who had bowling experience. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna move on to our next category, guys. It's our Ned Stark Awards. So this is somebody who puts honor before logic and sense. Um, and so who do we give it to this episode? <laughs> I gave it to whoever had the bright idea to send them into the crypt. You got a dead guy who brings dead people back. Let's put everybody with the dead people. I Good feel, plan. I feel like that was John who made that decision. <laughs> I really do. It was Probably. someone who wasn't putting on their thinking cap that day. But I think, like, for say. real, though, it, it could have been um, either Davos who skulked around. <laughs> Davos was amazing because he was both there and not there the entire time. He was like watching Arya from a corner. <laughs> He's like, he I was there. He's just not. Yeah. Um, so just putting himself in a place he probably shouldn't have been survived anyway. So maybe just just uh, just becoming disqualified because he didn't die. So that I, I guess. Do you know that Homer Simpson gif where he like goes into the bush? Yeah. <laughs> Davos was the living, breathing Homer Simpson. Oh God! I mean, well, I, I could you could give it you could give it to Liana because yeah, she didn't have to do that. No, but, but she did she, it anyway. But I, the I loved reading the article of, that they had with Bella, and she said she wanted either a good death or she wanted to be on the throne. So she was happy with the way she went. she wanted to be on the throne. <laughs> Um, she probably would have been the best choice for the throne, honestly. Uh, and then my real and saddest nomination is Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, that, I was going to say that because he, I was like, you could have just like hidden behind a tree and like yeah. waited for Arya to come and kill him. I mean, I know that well, like, he didn't know I, that was going to happen, really, but. I really just wanted him to make it out through the end because Same. he suffered so much. I really wanted more for him, but. I mean, and we'll get to this with the one-liners, but like, I think Bran gave him gave him what he needed for it to to, to be okay in the end. I mean, I think they they completed his arc, but so to speak, at least the arc that they decided he was gonna have. But it did. Bran feel, is just a jerk. That's it. All. Did feel like large. I mean, well, this is my issue. This is we'll get to my rant, but it did feel largely pointless that he just ran straight at them. I mean, it was, was like, he knew he, you know, he that was a no win situation. Why did the person guarding grand guarding Brent not have Valyrian steel? Mm. That seems like a flaw because, because John has Valyrian steel John and John was supposed to be there, to but, be there. but yeah. he was just like not doing things. I'm sorry. We had nerd rage already. I'm joking. Yeah. We got to <laughs> table that. So I Rain it in. <laughs> Saving All right, it. so let's go into favorite uh, fan shoutouts. Rachel, you had one. <laughs> my fa- <laughs> my favorite fan shoutout was um, so uh, John versus uh, Viserion when he anytime he tried to move, he had to to duck behind a wall because of the ice fire and all i could think about was like every video game i've ever played where you have to like wait for the boss to like cycle through his attacks <laughs> before you like hop out like, like mario <laughs> like yeah so he's like learning Viserion's like pattern before he like could get by him because <laughs> every time he tried he got caught and when he yelled at Viserion, and like I, Viserion like started to yell back. It's I was like, is he missing half his mouth? <laughs> yeah, he was. It got ripped off. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and I couldn't tell if he was 
like this is like I I couldn't tell if Azarian recognized him as no as someone he no. should know or if it was just like I'm getting ready to blow some ice on you yeah <laughs> the latter I think yeah <laughs> so not much of a shout out except for like you know to video game culture yep <laughs> there you go I mean I think the one liners a lot of them were shout outs that yeah. we have listed in here yeah. because yeah so they were all repeated in- lines from. Previous seasons and, and mm-hmm. books and stuff. So why don't we move into that? So Lauren, you wrote a bunch of them down. You wanted to start listing some of them that were your favorites. Well, I loved when when Melisandre tells her, "What did we say to the God of Death?" and and of course Arya returns with, "Not today." I was like yelling it at the TV at the same time. I'm adding I'm adding Melisandre to the line. <laughs> yes, you should. Yeah, so um, it's going to be Sirio is also Melisandra, is mm-hmm. also Dario, is also Victorion, is also. Um, <laughs> um, of course, I love Stick 'em with the pointy end, which I also yelled at the TV as she was saying it. Um, and I loved when, when, when Sansa told Tyrion, uh, out of all her husbands, he was the best of them. Which oh, that's like a backwards two. compliment, though. <laughs> That was a burn. Julie had two and he wasn't Ramsey. Yeah. yeah well, 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 she said out of all of them, she said that. Um, but even he said I, well, that. Well, maybe she just meant like men she was shackled to unwillingly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like I, Joffrey. I, yeah, that's what I told you. Joffrey. Yeah, Peter. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I also really, really, really loved when Bran said to Theon, everything you did brought you where you are now, where you belong, home. And that's Aww. what, that's what, Theon really needed to Theon felt like he didn't have a place that was his and between John telling him at some point that he was he was a Greyjoy and he was a Stark and Bran telling me he had home he had that absolution of this is this is what he needed to and I think that's what why it was okay for him to die the way he did because he felt you know he felt like he had everything he he needed at that point you know I was told him he was a good man yeah. I was never on the Bran is a villain train until this episode. <laughs> oh my god! Everything um, he said was very manipulative. I I felt. Yeah. Um. And my 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 other favorite line was Varys being Varys, where he said, "At least we're already in a crypt." That was my favorite. I laughed out loud for that one. <laughs> so. Um, At least yeah. he got to say a line. Yes, he did. He does more than he said last week. <laughs> He had one line. Yeah, he didn't have any last week at all. <laughs> oh, Ferris, I guess you didn't die for a reason, maybe, so you can have more lines. Well, now he, he's got he's got to die at some point because he's supposed to die in Westeros, right? It doesn't say specify when. Right. True. I hope he doesn't because I kind of like his his sleazy, slimy self. Yeah, I can use some more black humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So our next category is Direwolf Watch, and mm. we got Direwolf. We did. Wolf. <laughs> yeah, there wolf. was like one half a second when they were showing something walking out of the darkness, and it was the horse. I know. Yeah. I know, but I was, I was like, like, is it a wolf? <laughs> I'm just screaming at the TV. Why is he with Jorah? Why? He doesn't even know that man. He was I'll the- tell you why. Listen. All right. John well, why t- wasn't he with Sam? I'll- well, listen, I'm going to say John took his woman, his sword. He could take his 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 ghost, his his direwolf. I think that's fair. But they traded. He, he should have probably been with Sam. He should have been in the crypt. He should have been somewhere that wasn't Useful? running into his death. I do like that, though. It's like, look, 
I have your sword, but there's a little wolf on it now. So in exchange, I will give you a wolf. I will give you my living, breathing wolf. (laughs) Maybe he's just been chilling with Danny's troops and he's like, these are fun people to be around. They, and then he they, went and made they friends pay attention with the zombies. To me. Exactly. They feed me at least. <laughs> oh, God. They don't ignore oh. me and act like I'm not here. They yeah, see right. me. They really see they me. They see me. I'm not a. I'm not a tennis ball to them. Did they? Did yeah. anyone acknowledge his presence? Well, I think that's where they're bonding over because, like, Danny's sort of ignoring the Dothraki. That's John true. is ignoring ghosts. It's like, hey, we've been left alone by our. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. So they're the they're the stepchildren in this relationship. Ghost is like at least I'm a character. My mom has abandoned me. My dad's abandoned me. (laughs) At least Ghost is a named character. Unlike the Dothraki. (laughs) I know Rockaro. I know that one guy. Yeah, he died in season two. (laughs) Wait, really? When did he die? He got beheaded in, like, I think episode one of season two. What's the name of the Dothraki that's been hanging out? No, wasn't that Kono? That's Makaro? No, he died. No. It's Kono. Kono. That's his name? Wow, I thought it was (laughs) a name. Who the F is that? I don't know. It's like Q-H-O. I know I saw it spelled out, but I still don't know who that is. (laughs) He's like the random Dothraki. He's like the one that's always there. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. So there were a lot of notable uh, goodbyes. Um, so we're going to say them. It's not in the order of importance. So and I added people. someone since you printed out. So perfect. Yeah, so true. how do we want to do this? Because it's a lot. Do you want to talk about their death scenes as we go through the lists? And yeah, do we like sure. how they died? OK, sure. so why don't we start at, at the top with <laughs> Melisandre? Hi, uh. welcome back. <laughs> Goodbye. And goodbye again. <laughs> and goodbye. Uh, I found her death scene to be fairly inexplicable. Like, <laughs> I I understand that she was done. Like, she had fulfilled her purpose, the reward, yeah. her mission, whatever. I get it. I don't understand. It, was she tired? Did she had <laughs> she left? I, t- I I mean, she's lived so long, and she's finally reached the point where she had to do what she had to do and it must have been a relief actually i just she's just a she's a she's a person who if her i just i'm trying to timeline her life because she said some things and been involved with some people that if she had known about aria why did she involve herself with those people but that's the problem well one of the problems that i have with (laughs) this whole thing is because like they decided on Arya like three years ago not like season three when they met you know right because I watched that I was re-watching season three on like Saturday and I watched that scene where she and Arya meet and she says the blue eye thing to her I mean she has also said that her visions are not that clear like she she has to interpret them so it might not have hit her until after it might not have been something she knew about till later and she's not always right I think my thing with uh, Melisandre and why like even though I understand it why it's all a little weird is that because she disappeared for a while and like you just don't really know what her story is anymore because they haven't focused on it. Well, and they so, exiled her. She I didn't mean, have a well, my, just really, just logistically. Remember when she took her her necklace off before? Yeah, Why didn't yeah. she die? Because 
Because she died no, think, when she took yeah, her think, necklace off. I think, yeah, but that was her just removing the glamour at that point. This was probably... So she, she just, just went out there and willed herself to die? You know, she might have had <laughs> maybe the power. She, Who knows? Maybe she's not dead and she's just napping. <laughs> she's just napping She's, she's napping. Yeah, like her clothes started falling off her, so she's napping half naked in the snow. <laughs> She decided she wanted to die of hypothermia. That's something a dog would do. Oh, we're outside. I'm going to stop right here and sleep on this Honestly, pool. it was the most Robin Hop moment in the entire show. So, so then you should be loving the shit out of it. She just got real old and real tired and just she healed just, she right She needed the hell to build over. a stone dragon first. She, and just, then, uh... she couldn't get there in time. <laughs> Moving on. Goodbye, Alessandra. Thanks for all the fire and the raping and the shadow babies. Thanks. <laughs> and the leeches. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. I will remember you. You forgot about the haircutting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The haircutting was very important. So our next um, death is Sir Jorah Mormont. Sir Fred Zone think- is now what- Sir Dead Zone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, well, he went from Sir Grayscale to. Uh, I really liked his death scene. I think that's the only one that got like really, really emotional during, and I think it's because of the bond that him and Danny have had really yes. since episode one of the show. And I thought it was like beautiful the way his death scene ended with her and, and Drogon there. I love that she was even. That she even had a sword, and I mean, she was holding it like a baseball bat, but you know, whatever she was trying. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do. I, I agree. I liked, I liked the way he had a good, he had a good ending. I think it was the best death scene for me of the episode because mm-hmm. it felt. I mean, you're right. Like they've had that bond since season one, episode one. Like it made sense. You know, like when he rode off with the Dothraki, and I was like, that can't be it. Um, I still don't know how he survived to come back, but you know, like once he once he like did whatever he did to protect Danny in the battle, I was like, oh, okay, now he can die. And so, and then you know. when Drogon came to comfort her, that was really beautiful. Like he he flew down and he put his wings. More over evidence her. that the dragons are sentient. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, maybe he missed Jorah too. <laughs> There's that too. I just really, I like that, you know, he was probably up on the wall, like, looking for her, because that's what he does. And he saw her, and he was probably just like, oh my god, she just landed her ass in the middle of a zombie horde. Let me go fucking get her. I like, like, the part where he had, like, all of the whites hanging off. <laughs> she had to get off. I was like, oh god. Aww. Poor Drogon. But he survived. Yay. Yeah, yeah. so many people survived. When I did well, not well, expect them to be able to. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> I have issues with that. Um, we, we talked a little bit about uh, Leanna Mormon's death, but does anybody have anything else they want to add about it? I thought it was a good moment. The bar cheered. Yeah, they did cheer. They cheered very loudly. Yes. So my brother was wondering, is this the last of House Mormont? Did they die in this battle? But that I know there seems to be, to be. That seems to be the internet's uh, response. But I know there is other Mormont. Yeah, there's got to be some relation somewhere. Yeah, I looked on the wiki afterwards. My brother was like, I'm like, are is she the last Mormont? But no, there's like a girl named Allison, Jarrell. There's a few other female Mormont ladies around. So it lives I mean, on. there were other girls in armor scattered throughout 
um, the episode as well. So I figured they were all Mormonts. <laughs> no. Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> Wait, who wasn't? Alice, Alice Carstark, who I added to the list because she was with Bran. So mm-hmm. oh, sure. that was Alice Carstark. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> she was at Bran in the Godswood. Yeah. She was. She yes. She when when they were when someone actually you could see someone pushing him. Yeah, her armor was like gold she, or something. She was. Wa- yeah, she was walking with them, and then uh, when they were fighting, you could see a woman, and I was like, oh my god, it looks like that looks like y- uh, Yara. I was gonna call her Yarsha because I can't tell what the fuck Yarsha. her name is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh wait, no, that's not her. That's Alice. <laughs> so did Alice die? Yeah, oh, I think Alice. Uh, yeah, dead. I mean everyone died there except for yeah. Bran. <laughs> Yeah. So we went. Next one is Beric. We talked about him already, but does anybody have any other things to say about Beric Dondarrion? I'm sad. I'm glad he wasn't eaten by whites like Ed. Yeah, I'm glad they Aww. kind of like got him back and in, into the other room so he could die with them rather than yeah, just in the hallway. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. He but- got to he got to die like with with someone holding him too because Arya was there. Speaking of Ed, because he's next. Yeah, I think that he. They did him dirty, you guys. They did. They did. It was it was such a a like it was just a shitty way for him to go. It was really unfair. It's like excuse you. (laughs) I know someone had to be first, but that was mean. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would still been okay if it. it, I mean, not that I would have been ever okay with him dying, but it would have been less horrible if he was fight down fighting as instead of being stabbed in the back. Yeah. And also, because like, he just save Sam. <laughs> that's what pissed me off. It's like, why the fuck is Sam out there? Yeah. Well, even maybe he should have been like, with oh, Ghost in the crib. Yeah, I didn't like Ed's uh, death scene at all. I just wow. didn't like the fact that he died. He had to get brought back because no one can follow oh. simple instructions. Yep. And also, were the whites eating people or were they just biting them? I think they were just biting them. I can't yeah, no. imagine. I can't imagine they were looking for like a midnight snack. I just I don't I think I have they're a lot like of regular zombies. I have a lot of issues with the zombies because they just they were they were not consistent enough for me. Mm. Some of them were like running zombies. Some of them were Harry Housen zombies. Some of them were eat your face off zombies. Some of them poofed when you hit them with dragon glass. Some of them just fell over. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. The whole dragon glass situation. Because they were the dragon glass is supposed to kill white walkers, but like they never actually fought any white walkers. But that's I did specifically see video. some stuff poof. So what was poofing? I think they were just shattering because they might have been dead dead for a long time. Well, I some think of them are like freshly dead. Yeah, I like, think like, I don't know. The, when Liana stabbed the the giant like he sort of crumbled mm-hmm. i think that's more what was happening rather than poofing is that they just sort of crumble when they're like mostly bone and then the the fleshy ones just fall over yeah yeah i i think there's certain levels of dead i was very confused i didn't understand i was looking for patterns <laughs> that is not a wise move i know in the dark who's oh, next sorry speaking Ed. of not wise moves uh <laughs> Theon Greyjoy. No. Oh. Yeah. This one upsets me because, I, like Lauren, you said earlier, like I really was hoping that Theon was going to actually survive this battle. So many point of views survived, and the one I actually wanted to survive doesn't. 
So I was like kind of pissed off. I'm also really mad about all these people that are like, oh, but he was a Stark and he was home and all. I'm like, fuck you. He was a Greyjoy. He was kidnapped. Mm -hmm. He was held against his will, kept away from his family and never accepted. So no, he wasn't a Stark. He, the sadness of his life was that he wanted to be one and they didn't want him. Yeah, but then he was accepted as one and that's what he needed because he wasn't accepted as a Greyjoy by his father. His father rejected him after his father you know, gave him up. Not that he had a choice, but his father rejected him because he had to give him up. But he spends so so much time, like, being a Greyjoy. Like, making Greyjoy choices. Like, finding his sister. Finding his bravery. He didn't know who he was. He didn't know what home was. And here he was given the opportunity to be told that he was home. And he needed that. I I still am firmly like no Bran needed uh, an extra ten seconds to keep the to keep the Night King distracted while Arya well, flew in he, like a that's squirrel. That's why he added thank you at the end because Bran bot doesn't have politeness. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think I I mean I understand like what Jenny said earlier that that was his arc and they ended it and like fine I just am dis- deeply dissatisfied with that particular ending. I agree with that. Like I said, I think like that was the arc that they decided he was going to have in this show. It may not be what we wished for him, but like I I think it works on a level in the show story, even if it's not what we've wanted. Right, for, because apparently you know, being tortured by Ramsey like forever wasn't enough <sighs> punishment for what exactly. he did to those boys. And like I yeah, that's why I wanted him to, to live. I wanted him to have more. Yeah, that's why it upsets me. Like, he deserves to have, like, a happy ending. Yeah. Or at least an ending that wasn't a, yet another fuck-up because of the Starks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or just, like, not, like, fodder for, like, the Night King like everybody else fucking was in this episode. I don't know. I was I was really upset by it. I, I think that's it too. You know, like he somehow defeated all of those whites. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he was doing own. so good. They were piled up so. And high. then like yeah, like you know he does all of that, and then he's just standing there, and like the Night King strolls up with his posse, his you know his incest crasher baby army, yeah. and. <laughs> Oh my god, the slow-mo walk for 20 hours? I know, I could god. not. No, my favorite, my favorite comment from you, Jess, during the episode was, just, you're like, why do they all look the same? And like, oh wait, they're related. Yeah, they're related. They're all, <laughs> they're all crafts sons. sons. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. That's good. <laughs> um, but no, like, so they just all come strolling up and, you know, then, and, like, Theon's fine. It's like, oh, you're a good fan, Theon Greyjoy. Please go run straight at them and surely die. I mean, and that, that, when he made, when he made that decision, I was like, okay, fine. At least you're making the decision. Right. right. But I just, I, he was being, he was Rob's proxy at that moment. And I. I wish there was at least a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? straight it was just at like him a- and got stabbed. Exactly. Like at least like he like tries to he gets some licks in before he goes down. Yeah, that I that I agree with. Like I feel That's like That's why it been felt a little pointless for me because it was just like, well, you knew that was going to happen. Like there was like no shot. Like he had like waited for I mean, he suicided by White Walker. Him. Yeah. Although I did appreciate that he drowned in his own blood. Oh god. <laughs> Great joy. 
What is dead may never die. Yeah. Oh, Rises harder. Which I could not get during our game of heads up. Oh my god, I know. I was like, Greyjoy, religious phrase. She's like, what? Huh? <laughs> Do not so. <laughs> I was like, no, the other one. The other one. The one that people the think one. is their, their, their words, but they aren't. Oh, gosh. And um, so we have here in our, our show notes, Rhaegal. Is that confirmed? I think I wrote that. And then later on, we figured out from the previews that one of the dragons is Rhaegal. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't tell the difference, but Joey insists that one of them is green. It looks like he's Rhaegal. Yeah. I think you saw two of them. No, you see one and you see you see a dragon twice, but it's two different dragons. Yeah. So, you you know, when you have new puppies and you give them like different ribbon, like collars, that's what the dragons need. (laughs) Joey insists that it was a green dragon. I was like, show me where the green is. Yeah. right. Honestly, it looked yellow to me, but I was like, well, it's definitely not Drogon at least. <laughs> I honestly can't tell the difference between them for the most part. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I can't. Like, I don't even know what happened to him because somehow John was no longer riding him. Like I, he took I a nap. No he got tired. He just sequence. got real tired. He took a nap. He's like, I'm in the done middle with this. I'm fight. gonna. I can't deal with this shit. I'm gonna go eat some zombies. I'll be back. <laughs> I, well, I think there was like a uh, uh, the ice dragon got him. Like there was like a claw. There was like one shot of a claw scraping him, and then he hit, that's and after that he hits the ground. So I assume he was just bleeding out. But he's fine now. <laughs> he's like Sander Clegane. He's like fuck this. <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm gonna go hide in this corner. What <laughs> Sander? Oh, All right, so now we're gonna move on to our Rhaegar a la mode moments, which are our favorite moments from the episode. We did actually like a lot of parts of this episode. Um, so why don't we start with you, Lauren? Where were some of your favorite parts of the episode? Um, Arya in general, because it's nice to see her get to do some fighting again. I liked yeah. everything but the library. I liked the library because I liked the books. Um, <laughs> I've, I, people kept making Jurassic no, I, Park I, references, I, and I was just somebody, like, I shouldn't be laughing. Somebody on Twitter was commenting how it was like watching a game of Frogger, and Frogger was just trying to keep itself safe. I think the the library stuff was okay, but I think it lasted too long. Yeah, yeah. Like I think if that had just been like her moving a couple of bookshelves and then getting out of there, I think it would have yeah. been a lot more tolerable. No, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I liked that. that she got hurt and all that cool stuff, but I think I just got really tied up because I wasn't like reading Twitter I like that or anything. She got but hurt I... and all that cool stuff. <laughs> Really no, but no. I mean, like that they did the they did the grease on the lens to like make her seem like disoriented, right. and she was still trying to you know be sneaky and right. not be eaten, even though she wasn't at a hundred percent. What I didn't like was that I got super involved in the motivation of these random zombies, <laughs> because like before, up until that point, they're just getting into the keep and running around. But this one is like, no, we're the searcher zombies. Yeah. No. <laughs> No. It was weird. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, genre flip. No now we're in reason. one of those movies where you have to sneak around. Like these, I mean, I, I understood what they were doing, but I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, there's no like, rhyme or reason for zombies. I don't like I zombies. feel like when they're just in a confined space, they like don't know what to do. They just calm down like birds. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like the only <laughs> zombie thing I've really w- watched is The Walking Dead. And I feel like when they don't have 
like people to eat they're just like milling around so i guess that's kind of what this was but it's just like some of them were so hype and running around and like just really animated and like these ones are like no we're the searchers like we maybe maybe the night king was like oh they're inside walls so they're not important anymore i'll just like leave them be oh they were looking for a movie they thought it was blockbuster (laughs) (laughs) they didn't know they went out of business years ago (laughs) right they didn't realize they didn't have electricity. Yeah. I, I actually really like the scene with Arya on the parapet <laughs> when I thought yeah. like that was like the only like really well done fight scene in the entire yeah. maybe except with Jorah too. Like everything else was so like close up and you couldn't really see the action with those scenes. Because Maisie's so graceful, I think, because of her dancing background. Yes, I think it works to like her advantage playing Arya. Like it, she really like tapped into that and I thought it was those scenes were well done. Yeah, I, like I liked scene. it. And I like that they let her feel fear mm-hmm. and uncertainty. And that she had like a whole thread throughout throughout the episode of like what she was doing and where she was. And obviously that paid off in the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, I think her thread was probably my favorite thread through the whole episode. Definitely. Yeah, same. What was that, Jenny? I was agreeing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, uh, rare, but... <laughs> hey, so Jenny, what were your Rhaegar a la mode moments? Um, I, well, I was going to agree the fact that Jamie and Bri- Brienne survived, even though I couldn't tell what was going on. There's no way they should have. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> they had really good armor on, okay? They just hey, kept their head... They, they just kept their chins up. back, and they had they pods did. to throw to the wolves if they had to. <laughs> mm, that plot armor. They yeah. stood up on their tippy toes and all of the walkers nearest to them were walkers. All of the whites nearest to them were short. So they just gnawed on their breastplates, but they were safe. Hey, whatever. Whatever brings them to the next part. I don't fucking care. The part that made Gwen blush. Yes. The part yeah, that makes them have sex and then Jamie can I mean, die. If, if anything is going to get them to make poor choices, it's going to be post zombie battle. Whatever. Please do. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I, th- I did think the lighting of the Iraqs was cool. Um, pointless, but really cool. Yeah, it was pointless, but it was a cool like visual moment. Yeah, it was really good looking. I mean, I agree Melisandre's death was weird, but it was like, it was an interesting scene. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it was, it was interestingly shot at least. Well, yeah, also because was... I like that Davos was like right behind her, ready to cut her. Yeah, head off. like well, you <laughs> better fucking die. Sword and ready to go. Yeah, He's like, are you dead? Are you fucking dying? Because you and better then he was fucking like, die. Okay, shrug, because you know that's done. <laughs> um, I mentioned before, but I like just the whole, or just the whole like first ten minutes, like of just building the fear and the tension. I thought that was really effective, especially because yep, like. They couldn't see, you know, what was coming. And just even, like, that first shot of them all, like, running into, you know, like, the zombies all running into them. Like, they couldn't see, they couldn't see, and then all of a sudden they were on them. And uh, it, yeah. was, it was terrifying. Yeah. And, like, I think those parts of the episode were really well done. It's just when they got into Winterfell, it just went to complete chaos. But the stuff yeah. outside the, the walls, I think, was very well done and definitely built the fear. And it was definitely, like the most tense I've ever been watching an episode. I think it's because yeah. I expected more people to die, but, like, I, I definitely... Aside from, I mean, like, basically once Arya, like, this gets into my nerd rage, but I won't go into it yet, but, like, basically once Arya killed the Night King, I was like, 
all right, well, now I'm annoyed. But, like, up until that point, I was with it. And I was enjoying it. So, that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, for me, the, the, you know, once I got beyond the whole, like, they're making really poor choices in terms of, like, military strategy, like... <laughs> Like, okay, at least they're, like, they're charging them, fine, break the line. A little weird for a first move, but it's not, it's not completely impossible. But then, like, just the wasting of the Unsullied, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that that was hard for me to watch. But it looked incredible, so I was kind of going for it. But then it was broken up by all of the dragon stuff, and that just, <laughs> pit, I was just mad. <laughs> I was like. I feel like they should have started with a fire ring around their whole army yeah, why didn't and- they you know you know, you know how walls work you know they should have just stayed in the walls well, yeah like one they probably should have stayed behind the walls two they should have started with like a fire ring around everything because exactly. then they would have had to build their little people bridges yes. so they wouldn't have come in all at once and they would have like trickled in at the beginning right so they would have been able to like, superior numbers longer. superior numbers are negated by narrow approaches like i was wondering why they didn't use oil well, I assume they did. I mean, how else did they set fire to the trench like that? No, but like pouring it down the walls, like, you know, so that they can't climb them. Oh, like and slippery. Then, and then actually set fire to it. So not only can they not that climb, too. they become s'mores. I mean, these are all really good ideas. You know what else yes. is a really good idea? Making it so that your trebuchets are accessible from inside the walls. I kept waiting for them to hit the uh, the Dothraki as they were running. I'm like, why are we doing? I know this it's now? like charge now. Now let's see if we can hit our own people. Well, I mean, I had issues with the with John and Danny on the dragons too. I was like, are you burning up just zombies, or are you getting your own people too? Because I don't think you're That's being very like wondering. discerning like, are with they your sure they dragon fire. The right people? <laughs> Because then even at one point, like, she, uh, she had Drogon set fire, and I'm like, okay, glad you missed John there. Well, yeah, that that one moment with John, I was like, is John immune to fire? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was going to rage, but they, they didn't do it. I was going to leave that bar. I was I'm done. Jenny, pay my bill. <laughs> I'm so happy. I was like, for two seconds, I'm like, they're not going to do that. I will fucking kill them. <laughs> it would have been a, a, a Simon. <laughs> Worse than a Simon. I don't even know what's worse than a Simon. Um, I learned that going back and listening to our rage cast from season four, episode three, we called it a pie of brown. <laughs> yeah, that, pie of brown. <laughs> That's what it would have been. Oh, sorry. I'm getting anxious. I'm sorry. I didn't happen. mean to trigger you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because my student was even talking about like, is it different from the books? And I'm like, yeah, like Danny's not immune to fire. She's like, she's not. I'm like, no. <laughs> And then I got anxious again. I'm like, let me step back. <laughs> calm. Breathe. Count I need to, to be calm. I need to be calm. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the all the stuff with fire, I just liked because it's, fire is cool. So. Yay, fire. Sandor. <laughs> poor, poor Sandor. Well, yeah, but he got over it. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, I think that the pacing um, was a little, like, got bogged down maybe, like, towards the end of the fight. Uh, especially as, we, especially once John got on the ground, that was a little, like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Because they were um, just kind of, like, waiting to get people in position for, like, the final bit. 
Well, John was just running around for a yeah. while. Like, I, I mean, I realize he'd lost his well, ride. He lost his sword it... at some point, too, because then he had to run back and get it. <laughs> I couldn't even tell. Like, I had no idea that what he was I doing. Because like at first I was like, is that even his time. sword? And everyone and else was, was like, running. Oh, wait, that's, and the... a, that's, a, that's a dire wolf on the, on the, on the pommel. That's what. And the Night King was just slow motion walking everywhere like the fucking Terminator. And I'm like, what? Where? Why is everyone, like, everyone just focus on the guy walking really slow. Everything he did was in no rush. He didn't reach for his sword fast. He didn't, nothing. He's like, bitch, I got this. I'm going to take my time. This is... This would be the equivalent of a villain, like, monologuing, except there's... Yes, he can't talk. Exactly. He just stares. Like he, I feel like there was like a spiritual monologue happening for sure. <laughs> Give me that ice language. Yeah. He's <laughs> just grinding his teeth really hard. Paging David Peterson. So we're still in Rager a la mode moments. <laughs> oh, um, uh, Danny, like, I know she failed, but Danny, like, showing up and being like, Dracarys, like, yeah, at least cool. she showed up when she was supposed to and did the thing. John was fucking off. John did not adhere to his own plan but danny like she kept it together she she really came through it's not her fault it didn't work they had (laughs) to try hey bran said he didn't know so he didn't know john annoyed me before when he like when danny's troops are all dying he's like let's stick to the plan and she's like those are my people yeah what the fuck is wrong with you She's like, also, I'm going to need them later when I fight stupid Cersei. Remember? Yeah. Remember that? I need those people. Well, sorry. Yeah. Again, I said, like, the first half of John's plan is excellent. Like, just sit the fight out and concentrate on the Night King. They should well, all have done that. The plan I know. Every was single the person. execution, not so much. Because I don't know why they needed to waste all of that life on trying to win an unwinnable fight when all they need to do is kill him. Right. Well, that this, that's my nerd rage. It's just like, they could have just at least given us something that they needed to be wasting time for, like the buying of time with all of these human lives to for this one goal would like have made sense. They should have just sense. stuck Bran out in a field and like, come and get him. <laughs> just like, <laughs> stood in the like stood in the wings and waited. Ta- or or ta- tie, tie him to a spit and yeah, have it... Tie him to the tree. Just like... Winterfell's empty. Everyone's gone. It's just Bran in a field. <laughs> exactly. And then they fire Arya out with the trebuchet. And she stabs <laughs> the night king. Oh my god. Oh, so I'm done. just going to quickly go through some of our wait, other Rhaegar Alamo moments. Oh, go can on, Can we Lauren. talk about Tyrion and Sansa, please? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Let's go through it, yeah. Um, I really loved that they had more of a conversation about the fact that they were married than they did previously. Um, mm-hmm. I like that she actually was considering, she must have been considering that if it was worth it again for her to even come up with the reason why it wasn't worth it. And I was kind of a little annoyed with Miss and Day for getting involved in that conversation that had nothing to do with her. No, I think um, it did have something to do with her because D- Sansa, Sansa needs to stop being like petty towards Danny. No, I like, know. But this was a conversation between people who technically still are married about themselves right there like i i get i get her anger and i'm fine with it I but just she was trying like to manipulate that, Tyrion. but no she wasn't she was saying why it wasn't going to work so she wasn't saying that hey yeah we should do this it was like no this is not gonna work but that i think by saying that she was inviting him to prove to her if he wanted to well we'll never know because we never got to watch the end of that um but anyway i also like that they were both willing to die 
you know. I don't she, think they had a choice. Right, no, no, but they were both willing to die fighting. They weren't. I like, thought when he grabbed her t- hand and they ran that they were going to run for the exit, not right, for like no. the back of the crib. And apparently no. there's a scene, but it got, it must have gotten cut because we don't see it where they actually kill a white walker. Well, that makes sense because they were trapped it. in the crypts with a bunch of like. Right. But yeah. Were they kill a white or a white walker? Whatever the hell they were. I, you know what? I can't tell it out of fucking scorecard what anything is anymore. Um, but like, I, I assume just, a white, like other unless white walkers willing, can phase. That they were willing to fight. That they were willing, because she had just gotten through telling him that you know it's just our job to wait. There's nothing we can do, and and then they got to do something more. Right. The frustration of that was palpable. Right. So they make me happy. Yeah, I really like them. Yeah. So I'm just going to go through some of them really quickly because we're kind of running long. <laughs> so, uh, yep. So we have Liana going out like a badass. We spoke to that already. Uh, Danny using a sword. We all like that. Right I'm here. ambivalent. You're ambivalent. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know how to use it, but she tried and she she actually yeah. killed a couple of things. So I'm I'm Yeah. Stuck him with the pointy end. Yeah. yeah. She, she did what she had to do. Good job. And then I said Theon killing all the whites. Which was yeah. badass. Yeah. And then we have, uh, Rachel, you said uh, Jorah always having his eye on Danny was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it was okay. Every, I, up until that moment, it was not okay. But at that moment, it was fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did add something else after the fact. Um, that Go I, for it, like, Lauren. And I know that Rachel's going to hate it. I was going to say, um, you did this on purpose. Yes. Um, I loved... I, I loved all the piano music because it made it very creepy. Mm. Um, like, you know, like these scenes are very silent of people speaking and it's just, it's all the music and it's just, it's bringing on the fear of, of what they're, what they're facing and what's coming towards them. So like in the very beginning and then just before, just up until he's destroyed, there's that, there's that weird piano music that, that, that Ramin put in there. And I just, I kind of really loved it. I'll be honest, the entire time I was watching that, I was like, Rachel is hating this right now. Yep. You, you so turned much. to me, you're like, Rachel probably hates this song. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what, guys? You didn't even remember it. I didn't like the piano. There you go. It was... I well, played piano, so I like it. I didn't like the piano. You know what else I didn't like? The weird um, Owen Palette rip-off music at the end with the with the violins or violas or whatever, like... The stuff I I didn't mind the piano like it was I, poppy. I do think that works, but the part that was like where they were going up to like Brand and the Night King like yeah. I don't know what that music was. It was pop music. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, it felt it, out of place. It, it had like it had like dissonance to it. It was it look it was, we were in was, we it was were supposed to be creepy, but it really just was kind of annoying. No, we were all in the Night King's music video. Okay. <laughs> I just oh. we just needed a disco ball. Oh, I did not. I didn't like the piano. I and the thing is, it's like I was like always oh, using piano again. And guess what? I think it's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. It's fine. I don't know shit about music, so you don't have to listen to my opinions. <laughs> um, should we let Jenny go for like three minutes in their yeah, rage? Yeah, so Jenny I don't wrote think I can dissert- go through all of this. She wrote a dissertation, yeah. and I looked at it. And I'm like, I'm not reading that because I'll hear her talk about <laughs> it later. Seriously, this is longer than my master's thesis. I don't even want to like. I There's don't. bullet points, point one, point two, and then it turns into letters. Yeah, yeah she but- had a slideshow. We're like, that's too much, Jenny. It's too much. <laughs> Occasionally, I put a note or two in there. I know. Yeah, and then me I too. Argued with you. 
I believe right. at one point she's like, just let me be angry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking yes, relax. <laughs> All right, timers on. No, I'm joking. There's no timer. Take as long as you need. All right, so Jenny, what are your nerd rage moments from this episode? Um, so just in general, I just have an inherent problem with the fact that the White Walkers are boring and have no motivation, and we still don't know what that motivation was. And I don't know. I hate that they just walk slowly along. I hate that the the White Walkers that are with the Night King never do any fighting. I hate the like. He just like I just. I don't understand what his goal is. Look, everybody understand... needs a posse, okay? Leave him <laughs> yeah, alone. what kind of goal can he have? Like, I don't understand what killing Bran would have actually done. Like, if he killed Bran, would he have been like, all right, that's it. That's what I wanted to accomplish. Or does he keep going south? Does he kill everybody? Like, I just don't understand what the point is. And I feel like... I feel like the White Walkers are just this weird, jarring thing in this world where especially the show world where like everything has been very focused on human things and politics and the iron throne and all of that. And then you have this weird supernatural evil force that is just evil. That's it. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't go with the rest of it. And you, but you're still building up to this for seven and a half seasons. And it's not the fact that it was over in an episode. It's just like how it was over. Yeah. And it still didn't have any meaning to me. And I don't feel like... And it's not even about Arya being the one to kill him. Like, I don't care. It's fine. I just think, like... Especially coming from someone who is a book reader. Who... Like, I, I'm so conflicted and torn about it. Because it's like... It's not like I want the same story that it would, in theory, be in the books. Because I do want it to be different. But at the same time, like... All the stuff coming from the books. You know, the White Walkers are so tied up in religion and prophecy and like weather patterns and all this stuff <laughs> and it's just like none of that is here and yet it sort of is because like I was talking to my coworker today and he's like you know they do play into the religion stuff with Melisandre and you know the children of the forest and the weirwoods and like all that kind of stuff but at the same time he's like he's like I you know I hope that that stuff doesn't just get dropped now. And I'm like, I feel like it's going to. And I feel like that's dissatisfying when you've been focusing part of your story, like John and Bran's story has been very tied to that. And I just don't know what, like, what is Bran's purpose now? Like, does the Three-Eyed Raven have a purpose once the Night King is theoretically defeated? Like, I just don't, I don't get the point. And because right. it feels pointless, here's, I don't know what to do with it. Here's my thing. This is the end of Winds of Winter. And now the next three episodes is going to be Dream of Spring. Mm. So but it, like, needed the, it needed this, this climax of some point for this to happen. I just and, feel like... And maybe Bran has no point in a Dream of Spring. But, but that's disappointing to me. Because I just feel like... Everybody has their purpose. But I just feel like these things should have intertwined better. And it's it's not the show's fault. It's like, it's a flaw for me in the story itself because I don't know how this is going to be resolved in the books either. I feel like... But I think it, that's your issue. It's because you're not, you don't know how it's going to be resolved I, in the I books. agree. That is part of my issue because I want the books and we don't have them and I'm well, still frustrated by that. So let me, let me tell you what I told Joey in which I found myself in the dubious position of defending D&D <laughs> somehow. So one... I don't I don't think the White Walkers I don't think that the Night King is 
the stranger or the dark one or whatever. I Servant I think of the great other whatever. Yeah, the great other. I think he is. I think he's just a computer program that the children of the forest made to war against you know men. the the first men and then when they ran out of first men they turned on the children of the forest but then by then more men had come <laughs> and they're just filling out they're just you know fulfilling their programming even though they're not needed anymore basically and right. and like i i laughed when the wind came in cuz i was like they are weather because i <laughs> characterized them as weather but i, I think Tied up in all of that is this idea that we are reading something called A Song of Ice and Fire, and what does that mean? And I, for me personally, it's always about how the myopic kind of view of humanity as it struggles in, it's kind of a nihilistic idea, but as it struggles to gain power and permanence or whatever, even though everyone's mortal and they're like amidst this endless kind of balance and chaos between life and death like here we have these these animals that live and die and struggle against both um so like yeah we're stuck in the mud with the human beings and that's happening within the maelstrom of this life and death and like this is just one instance of them intersecting but then we're going to go back to the you know the human concerns i don't think that that means that like death is defeated or that the long night couldn't come again in another way because it's a big pendulum right i mean that's another thing my coworker brought up is the whole like you know jedi light and dark kind of yeah. thing like is is there going to be like could we end the series with you know seeing the white walkers like reforming beyond the wall because like you know the babies still survived because they were you know in their special minus morgul like <laughs> Yeah. Daycare. <laughs> like, the daycare. daycare yes the white walker daddy daycare you know <laughs> like is that is that gonna rise again because it is a cycle and like that would make me feel a little bit better because it would feel slightly less right or it pointless. doesn't even have to be white walkers it could be something else like right. relore's you know like relore an agent of light you know the life god or whatever like <laughs> he's at his apex now right he just defeated his his people just defeated the you know the great other so maybe maybe his types of zombies are going to get like super prevalent and then they're going to have to be fought with the, you know, with a, a new kind of other magic. I mean, like there could just be, there could be room for like new magic is what I'm saying that causes and I think the world to look different. That's all like well and good for us to talk about, but like, I just wonder if they'll do any of that in the show. Oh, well, no, absolutely not. That's right. where I say the, the position that I'm in is dubious because it's just so happens that D and D happened to be standing where I'm standing, but we're not together right now. <laughs> and I think, but I think I agree with my coworker. Like, you know, if they don't, if they do just drop all of that now and go back to the Game of Thrones, which is the other thing I'm torn about, because I do think the Game of Thrones side of it is more interesting and it always has been. And, but we've been forced to sort of like pay attention to this, you know. Well, Cersei's never going to believe them. She's going to be like, you did what? No. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. I have spiders big as hounds. No. I have I find to be a metaphor of our political climate today. Like, you know, we have all these distractions and we're not paying attention to the things we should be. Yeah. I've heard that interpretation of it. I think for me, and it goes back to the books, because the books and these characters are so underdeveloped in the books, we've had maybe like four Mm -hmm. chapters tops about the others. 
And so it's a lot of like us like filling in the blanks. And what I hope after this episode is like Martin reflecting on, hmm, maybe I should start like developing yeah. the backstory and the mythology behind the others and, and the land of always winter, because I feel like that's what's really lacking in the novels also. So they don't have anything. Did you say, all, did you on. almost say the land of always winter, but never Christmas? Did you almost do that? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I thought I heard it. Never mind. <laughs> Narnia for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, Father Christmas is Jura Mormont in that movie. Well, I connected. just I think like the big the big disappointment then if this is where if we're really supposed to be focusing on the throne and not not to say that the religious part is a red herring, but it's just it's not the main part, right? It's just yeah. flavor. Mm-hmm. Like, well, then what was all the what were all these fucking prophecies and right. why are we yeah. reading all these extra things and like doing meta and yelling at each other on the internet for 10 years? Like, right. Like, and I think I feel like, you know, if we were going to get the book at some point, I feel like the prophecy stuff will matter to some degree. Like, I feel like George is going to pay that off to some respect and that's going to be how they defeat the White Walkers. I just don't think that D&D care. But I think my problem within the show world is that, like, they have hinted at those things, but then they didn't really do anything with them. And, like, they decided that Arya was going to be the one, you know, three years ago. But, like, none of that really gels or fits together. And, like, it's fine and it works for the show and they've been, you know, foreshadowing it, you know, last season and stuff. And, like, it's there, but it also I mean, doesn't, it doesn't make me... Feel, you know, if we do never get the books, I don't feel like I have any closure on that story the way I might with some of the rest of the show ending stuff. I would have liked to have used some of her face dance, like face dancer, that's Dune, her fa- <laughs> her faceless man abilities more. Like, like, yeah, she was stealthy and yeah, she was an assassin, but she wasn't like, was she in zombie face? Like, how, like what? <laughs> that would have been great if she like took a White Walker face. Yeah, like, we, how did she get out of the Great Hall anyway? Like, is that what she did? <laughs> My question more is, how did she get through the White Walker posse? Well, maybe Somebody she was, was in the posse. She went out through a window. I don't even. I don't even understand where the. I was I mean, like, I don't God's understand way, how like, she got out. I don't either. But like, I think the, and, she I'm, broke the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, that's my other problem with the White Walkers. I just like, I wish that they were in the battle more. Like, yeah. Like, I just. I don't know. I have, I have. Well, two, I think two other that they, they, there were definitely decisions made that saved money, right? Like shooting yeah. tight, shooting tight with a shaky cam in the dark, like that saves a lot of money. Doesn't um, save my vision, though. <laughs> right, but if they're gonna put in CGI characters fighting instead of extras moving really fast, <laughs> you know, like that costs a lot more money. So yeah, I think that's why they they didn't have fighting White Walkers because that's just less dragon time and they prioritized that and it didn't pay off for me but i'm sure it paid off Um, for some people so two other things i wanted to say before i end my ranting um one i think for me with this whole white walker thing is i i was likening it to lost and that moment (laughs) in the last season where you have to like let go of the fact that you're you know you're just not going to get the answers that you want to get and you have to sort of set that aside and and focus on the characters and their endings and hope that you get something satisfying there. And I see, Lauren, that you put, that you didn't hate the ending of Lost. And I didn't either, to be honest, because the characters were what was important to me. Right. And so I was fine with it in the end. And I hope that I'm fine with this too. It's just 
this is going to be a part that's always going to be kind of annoying to me. And I did say that, that the White Walker art installations are the new four-toed statue. Because I still don't know what the hell they're for. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And I was, again, I was watching season three and like the part where they find the horses in the spiral and they're like, always the artist. And I'm like, but why? Yeah, so that's the thing too. Like, the, why are they so far south that they died in Winterfell? Because those drawings are in Dragonstone, are they not? Yes. So, and then you also have Danny's vision in the House of the Undying where there's snow in, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like they did stuff and they thought they were going to act upon it. And then they're like, actually, yeah. let's not do that. I yeah, the House the of the Undying vision issue. is like that. That's like, well, you fucked that up. I, the Everything else I feel like could be retconned. Like maybe some of the first men that fought that far north came back and drew in the cave, like about their adventures or John drew them like we thought. Or John did it. Because <laughs> we um, think that John did it in the first place. <laughs> I guess my, my other things that I said were just in terms of um, making the episode more interesting to me. Because I, like, I do think mostly it was a it was a decent TV episode. I agree. Like I don't think it was as good as like Hard Home or Battle of the Bastards. And I think for me... I still would have saved John writing Regal for that battle. Like I think him doing it in episode one was of the season was just silly and pointless and didn't mean anything. And if it had happened after he had the revelation of being a Targaryen and he like saw Danny fighting, you know, the Night King and was like, Oh, I gotta help and like Regal like dives down to avoid the blue flame and he, you know, has this moment where he gets on the dragon. Like he doesn't need to be the one that, you know, kills the night king maybe but him having a moment in the battle is not a bad thing even if it's not a totally john-centric battle which is fine like it should be focused on other people too but i just feel like he was i don't know i feel like it would have been a better moment because i was kind of really underwhelmed by the john rides a dragon scene Mm -hmm. i don't know i expected it to have more weight to it and i feel like in battle it would have yeah. And then they my other thing. I was going to say, they don't yeah. play to John's strengths in it, right? He's a great sword no. fighter. That's what people like. And I felt like him on a dragon is not what people really want to see from John. Oh, and I think no. if they had, if so they had waited to put him on the dragon until that moment, he could have been on the ground sword fighting in the beginning and then mm. gotten the dragon, had his moment, knocked the white, the Night King off, and then, you know, Danny could have tried to burn him. Mm. And I just, I don't know. I just... Maybe they felt that that was too. That would have been too close to last season when he like got on a dragon unknowingly. Like, yeah, but that was. Can I do different. this? I know. I, I mean, I agree. It was different, but you know, they also didn't want to call Asha Asha because it was too close to Osha. So <laughs> you know, they what they consider similar and what we consider similar different. I don't know. Except that when it comes reason, to Aegon, they're like, yeah, yeah then they're like, then it's this fine. is fine. Then it's fine. <laughs> and that was the other thing watching season three is they literally said the first Aegon's name, and I was like, no. Um, my other thing was that I wish that they had not because part of my problem with the whole battle thing was they just they had this strategy at the beginning and it kind of failed and it was all just chaos and Arya just shows up and stabs the Night King and it's over and like I kind of wish that there had been some sort of realization in the battle that would have helped them defeat the Night King and I wish that they had left the... This would have required White Walkers actually fighting, but um, that they had left the whole 
if you kill a white walker, you kill their strand of whites thing revelation to the battle. Because then they could have had somebody figure that out, like give Sam something to do and have him like put two and two together or like get Tyrion out of the crypts and do oh, it. Oh, poor like, Sam. Something. He, he had nothing to do. I know. But like something to he give them that revelation and then they have to like relay that information to someone who can do something with it. I think it would have made I mean, the like, tension. I mean like Arya did come to some conclusion. I have no idea what the conclusion was. But... <laughs> well I know. Like that's but that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't a strategy thing. It wasn't like oh if we kill him then it's over. It was like they already knew that at the beginning yeah. and yet they still did what they did. And yeah I just I, like I'm that hoping that whatever the Maybe, like, maybe when Tyrion is involved later, it, it'll be, like, they can actually follow through with a plan. Or at <laughs> least Tyrion can follow through with a plan, even if it's not approved. Like, because this is now, what, the third time that John has had a battle strategy that he's responsible for, and it's just turned to shit immediately? <laughs> oh, God. Yes, somebody let the other people plan the battle. Yeah. Um, but no, I just feel like that would have given given the battle more something i don't know that would have plus it would have solved my issue with that scene in the dreaded episode six where they kill the white walker and all but one white magically <laughs> dies but they get they get the one that was with the wrong group right and that's the one they take and like that pissed me off so <laughs> would have fixed that issue yeah for sure i um like a lot of people complain about like well what was brand doing i think yeah. that like Stepping beyond the brand can also see the future nonsense. Um, I think that it's like, well, he already knew what was happening. He was already beyond that. So he was with the Ravens going south to get information on Cersei. I hope so. But I don't know where those Ravens were going because it looked more like they were going north. Really? But it was, it, was it north? Tell. Yeah, I just don't understand what that whole point was. Like, you know, it's like I was hoping he would warg into Viserion. Like, so that... No, there are no wargs on this show. I know that they used to have them, but okay, they don't. Okay, whatever, whatever they see. I wanted him to be a skin changer. Whatever the <laughs> fuck they want to call them. They <laughs> don't have them. They're done. That was a... That well, was... Bran's still skin changed into a raven. That still happened. Yeah. yeah, but like, just the ravens, though. No, Nothing else. Just birds. But... It would have been interesting to see him do that because I don't see the point of what the Ravens did because like the Ravens just like it it was it was like somebody opened the door and a bunch of birds flew away. I mean, if the Ravens, if the Raven knowledge that he gathered is going to come back and help them in the next episode, sure, fine. But like otherwise, I, I other than it being funny that he was just like bye and roll his eyes back, <laughs> I don't see the point of yeah, it. Yeah, and and like poor Theon's like, go where. <laughs> What, it reminded me what, of one of like those times where, where he's in summer or whoever and like Joe and Amir were like, wake up, Bran, god damn it. That's when Hodor died. That's the whole exactly. the doors. At the yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very frustrated with Bran. I feel really bad, but I don't like him anymore. Aww. He's just... He's a frustrating character because, like, you can't, you can't have him reveal difficult. all that stuff. Like, yeah. he has to hold the stuff back, and it just feels like. But why? Like, why? There's no rules in Westeros about time travel or foreknowledge or anything. Like, I get that he tried to be like everything happens for a reason, but that's bullshit. Hint, like, hint. pseudo, <laughs> pseudo. Do the three-eyed raven voice. 
what the I'm the three eyed. I yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not your. I'm not your dog. I'm not your no, monkey. I know, but it's, when you were just doing the, that other voice, it sounded so close to it. I wanted to hear. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like you know, he. What are you doing, Brand? Like, like, do you want to win or not, man? Like, is it not about winning then? Is it really about the balance? And like, how long have you not been like? Connect- I, he's just not a person anymore. He might as well just be a tree. Like he's something else. I just oh don't God, even. Sounds like fucking arrow. I know. I, I was gonna say had to be. So- I just feel like in, in this at this point, like he's neither a good guy nor a bad guy. He's also weather. He's and just the I'm, tree. Right. And, I, and I'm tired of him controlling everyone. It's like you either have knowledge or you don't. Fine. You have all the knowledge. You're the author. If you're not going to share, then I don't care anymore. I also just wonder if there's going to be any point to like him and Tyrion having that conversation that they supposedly had. Or I just well, Tyrion know- is big gun. So he better have been in that crypt for a reason. He better like come out with like mind just ready to go. I was not a fan of the crypt scene for the most part because I wish that they had actually killed off a character in there rather than just random people. Yeah, it did turn out to be fairly safe-ish. Yeah. And the crypts go deep down too. They could have like, I don't know, built a bigger set. I don't know who they would have killed off because obviously they weren't killing off Tyrion or Sansa so it would have been like Gilly or Gilly, Gilly and like I mean, or, that would have sucked, or, but, like... Or poor little Tila, who was supposed to battle everybody, and we saw her for a second, then she I mean, yeah, they could have killed her, too. Like, But I just feel like somebody we, like, vaguely knew should have died. Yeah, I don't know why Varys is still alive. Maybe he knows a way into the Red Keep. Maybe. God, I hope But why so. wouldn't Tyrion know it, too? <laughs> Didn't Tyrion do all the, uh, the plumbing? Yeah. He does know it. I know. There is really no reason to have Varys. So does Arya. She gets out and winds up on the wrong side of the wall. Um, so she knows how to go. She knows how to, to, how to maybe go. Maybe Varys can steal Kyvern's little birds. <laughs> so speaking of Kyvern, can we move on to our like predictions for next week? Yes. Um... So I guess we're, we are we have to kind of get back into this mindset, right? Like, Kyburn is some kind of mad Creepy scientist. Right? Clegane Bowl, still on the table. I Jamie guess. and Brienne forever, OTP! <laughs> hey, Arya and Gendry are kissing again. Yeah. <laughs> There's some tonsil hockey going hopefully, on in that direction. Hopefully burning everyone. <laughs> just, just, just be case. sure. We know we killed the guy, but let's just be sure. It's going to be the new northern funeral practice. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep remembering the what what's his face? Uh, Mance Ray to scream about it's to be the biggest fire the North has ever seen. And so I got a feeling this funeral pyre is going to be the biggest fire Ugh. the North has I ever really seen. I really think me rewatching part of season three was very good timing because I watched that scene too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am also super back on the Dario hype train because if we're all about interpersonal relationships, there is no better way to fuck with Danny than to bring D- Dario back into the fold, especially now that she's lost Jorah. Yeah. I mean, I hope it happens for you, Rachel. And we never had strong Belois, so... <laughs> on an elephant. On a fucking elephant. On an elephant. Oh, that's it. That's it. He's going to come across the ocean, the, the narrow elephants. sea, on an elephant. And, and Cersei's going to be like, I want you. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, yes. urine. Um, goodbye, goodbye, urine. <laughs> I'm wondering if we're going to see the other noble houses from the south again, like the Tullys. <laughs> Are there any of them alive? It has to be. I just feel Edmure's like technically still like, alive, isn't he? Is he still hostage somewhere? Edmure, yeah, I think he's still alive. Yeah, Edmure's still alive. His kid's probably in college. <laughs> <laughs> he's he was what being kept at Casterly Rock? No. Where was no, he? he? No, he, he was No, he's at um River Run. He's at River Run because Oh, uh, because they took it over. Right. Right. He he, the, he goes back in to uh all right. To have the door open so the blackfish would be caught. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Comes back in with Starbucks late. And like, now knows how to shoot, shoot an arrow. arrow. Yes. <laughs> he, he's been practicing. that scene too. <laughs> so we know that Cersei has a very large crossbow. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. And that Bronn has a slightly smaller crossbow. <laughs> I know, like, where is he? Is he, like, gonna attack them on the road? Hope he, get, I hope he, like, trips and dies. I hope that he attacks them at the end of the crossroads, and I hope that they see Hot Pie again. Yes. Aww. Oh, yeah. Are we going to see Hot Pie again? Yes, what are the we odds? please have a Hot Pie Gendry and Arya reunion, and he's going to, like, ship them and bake them a cake or something? Oh, Aww. that would be nice. The, like, the SNL congratulations, you had sex one. Yes. <laughs> exactly. The gang's all here. Oh, um, amazing. I think that the disconcerting, I guess, thing about the next three episodes is that we act, we have no idea what's going to happen because I feel like most of the spoilers for this season all came from this battle. Look, I still think wildfire is definitely going to be come into play. I think. Is there possibly. any left? Well, yeah. Well, she couldn't have used it all. It would have blown up the whole city. Yeah, because it's supposed to be hidden around the city. So, like, there's some under the red keep. There's some under the sept. There's because I was that was yeah. another right. scene I watched in season three is Jamie telling. Uh, Brienne in the bath about where he was keeping all the wildfire. Yeah. So there's definitely someone at the Red Keep, so they could just blow up the Iron Throne. I really want that to happen. <laughs> I think that might happen. I mean, it could be their way to just, like, win the war and be like, screw the Iron Throne. Yeah. I Danny like and John can't decide who's going to sit on the throne, so they're like, let's just blow it up. I just hope <laughs> when they go back, if they go back to, like, Dragonstone... Right, that they put some Clorox wipes on that table before they think about using <laughs> oh it for sex. Oh my god! Just... Or for anything? <laughs> well, they've already used it. They had no idea. No, <laughs> And now Melisandre's dead too, so she can't warn them. Oh god. Oh yuck. Well, Maybe Brand Douglas has seen knows. it. Pro- Brand That's probably watches it like over and over again. I think oh, next oh god, episode stop. might be the last episode we see Bran in. Do you think they're gonna leave him at Winterfell? I think so. What okay, else? Can, he what just else? Randomly shows up anywhere. Are they anyway. gonna roll him I down can't. to King's Landing? <laughs> I can't. I can't see him agreeing to leave the North because, like, his power would wane. He'd like d- blow away like Melisandre. <laughs> I mean, do you think uh, who are they gonna leave in the North? Do you think like is Sansa gonna stay in the North? Because that paint seems not. I super can't see Sansa being like, yeah, sure, I'm gonna go to King's Landing. Right, yeah. No, yeah, she may go to River Run. Maybe she's the one who goes to River Run to get. Tully troops because that's her mother's family. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I just, I just feel like you. We can't just like leave Sansa in the north, doing nothing for three episodes. Well, who's going to be up there, Sam? (laughs) I'll hold the key for you. I can't see like any of them staying up there just because. That's why they all should have died. Everybody has to go. 
Yeah, who who else could have died in this episode? Sam I mean, should have died. Sam should have died, and it pisses me off that he's not dead. But wow. Sam is the only one that can confirm Aegon's claim. That's yeah, true. And Sam, and that's Sam exactly got, why Sam, <laughs> Sam has got to write all of this down. Sam's that's why they have the to bring Bran. They have to be like, he saw it. It's fine. Danny comes up to him. Shit. Nobody's gonna know, and just stabs him. <laughs> She stabs him with her, her baseball bat sword. Exactly. I mean, John did tell her who knows. <laughs> yes. Stupid like, boy. All of a sudden he wakes up and like Bran and Sam are just dead. And he's like, he finds oh. their he finds their heads in his bed like the yeah, horse exactly. head. In their, it's in like, the it's like, it's like Clue in the library <laughs> with the dragon glass. Oh, God. She starts building her own sculptures out of body parts. And vaguely Targaryen sigils. Mm-hmm. There you go. Exactly <laughs> yeah, so that. What was that sigil all about? Did we never found out the purpose of I know, it's just that it's the new four-toed statue. I think that they were always just variations on eyes. Like, <laughs> they are watching statue. you. They the can see statue. you. You know. I don't know. I'm super excited to get a return to... Because they were on ships, weren't they? I'm excited to get a return to the, the ridiculous sails that they have embroidered, like, magic Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also just really ready to see Cersei's red dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad it's actually red. It's so good. Are you going to make that one too? I really want to. <laughs> That's my girl. I'm on a break, but I really want to. And I know how to do the thing on the front now. It's on the front now. She's she's not being sneaky. It's on the front now. <laughs> I could do it. I know how. Um, well, so, oh, I for, we should have done the, the Deadpool first. Oh, well. We were really wrong about a lot of this. We yeah. got three right. I'm kind of glad. Uh, those were not the ones I wrote down. <laughs> I got three right. <laughs> I think we could have lost Torment. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually surprised. Like, we, I mean, I'm glad we didn't, but... Um, but like, I would have taken Ed over now? Torment, honestly. Me too. Yeah, okay, I'd go with that. Yeah, who's gonna man the wall now? Like Sam's just gonna go back up there. Do we there need to man? Do we need a wall? There's no wildlings. There's no White Walkers. Why do they need a wall? Well, they still need somewhere to send people. Is what I mean. Like okay, yeah, they, they have execution and they have the wall. So are they just gonna like lie to all the people in the south and be like, yeah, the threat's still out there, <laughs> and they're really just on permanent vacation, exactly. just hanging out in the gift. But, like, really, are there any wildlings left? (laughs) Is it just torment? Well, that's what I mean. Like, is it really all that safe up there? Like, or are there some left? I guess someone will be enterprising and find out. Well, I mean, technically, I feel like the army of the dead would have picked them all up. Right, but what if, but except for the baby White Walkers and their caretakers. Well, that's if that's if you know White Walker and Minas Morgul actually protected them beyond right. The wall. So then all they have to do is find that, but the rest of it is empty and unclaimed virgin land. Time to move north, people who want castles. You find out there's like a Night Queen. It's like the Forsaken. Yes, yes, Night Queen. I am into it. That is how the show ends. The Night Queen. There's not just one of them. There's like thirteen, like. It's like, okay, next one we're just going to send out there. And then... <laughs> you got, like, toddler White Walker and, like, teenage White Walker. It's like Groot. Yeah. <laughs> Playing a little ice video game. <laughs> they have all the technology. We find out that that's where New York was built. Yeah, maybe that's what the Night King wanted. He's like, I'm trying to bring you, like, electricity. 
<laughs> it wasn't just, fire. That was electricity he was breathing out. It was electricity. <laughs> just trying to modernize the world. You won't let me. <laughs> God. Oh my god. Oh. It's all revealed. I hate it. That's I hate it, it. guys. <laughs> I hate it so much. <sighs> yep. Maybe, well, okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I think we're done. I think I'm dead. I think I'm we're dead done. Too. I think I'm, I'm Night yeah. King dead. It has been a very long nerd weekend. Yeah. And... yeah. But I have to say, during Endgame, this is not a spoiler, uh, there was a quiet scene, and I'd cried so much at this point that I couldn't breathe out of my nose so I had to be a mouth breather for a little bit because I didn't want to blow my nose during the quiet scene. <laughs> you would have really hated a quiet place then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. People bought popcorn was, and like biggest regret. I was literally there going <laughs> Alright guys, we're going to close out. Yep. yep. Yes. Alright, so we're going to toast to our MVP for the episode Arya Stark, killer of Night King's so to Arya Stark. To Not Arya. today, Arya. Arya. All right. Ding, bye, ding, everyone. We'll bye. see you next week in King's Landing. Yay. Yes. Where there's light. And there, and there, better, be <laughs> se- there better be some Jamie and Brienne sexing. Yes. We'll hope. We'll hope Do I have to draw that scene, too? Uh, prob- always. Oh, always. There you go. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. And so he broke that sacred oath. That Lord of the Crossing, and now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin, revenge it tastes so sweet. Dario on an elephant. Dario on an elephant. Dario on an elephant. Harpies. 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 Harpies.